Hey you guys, how are you? This is the first time that I've recorded something on the road. We're in a Airbnb, we're in a condo in Jamestown, Kentucky. So we've got an AC on that I don't know how to turn off. We've got a dishwasher going. We're just gonna roll with it. We are in Jamestown, Kentucky this weekend for the fishing derby. There is a state hatchery here for trout and trout fish is hard to come by because it's a fresh water amphibian and our kids love fishing. So every summer we pack up and we come here and they load up fish in all these different tanks and they split up the kids between ages 1 and 15 and they fish for fish, they give away bicycles, they give away hot dogs, they give away toys, chairs, camping gear, and Smokey the Bear is there, and our kids just really like it. So it's been really fun. It's been hard for me to not work, and that's okay too. So I recently heard a quote about that vacations are for our families. They're not for entrepreneurs because they typically don't want a vacation from their everyday life. And I loved it. And I want to write it down and share it with you guys when I can be at a point or just maybe bring that person's quote onto the podcast with their audio. Something I've been thinking about a lot. I had a friend that shared his podcast with me and it was called The Gardener of the Mind. And I love that name. And it took me to so many places. And the thing that it made me think about the most was something that I wanted to share before it had, I wanted to share it here before it leaves my mind. So let's cue the theme song and let's go. You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with your host, Jenny Hansen Lane. Disarming Honesty plays two folds in our lives. It's at the crossroads of being honest with ourselves and creating a space for others to do the same through principles of emotional intelligence. Okay, so the garden of the mind. I immediately thought about when we were gardeners. So Jack was the garden manager for the University of Kentucky Family and Graduate Housing Community Garden. And we were over about 55 families and Jack went and tilled all the plots. And with his math skills, he measured them all out perfectly, put a walkway there, distributed the plants, taught people how to garden, built water tank stations, did so much stuff because everybody was from a different country. Everybody grew what was the things that they were used to having in their home countries. There was one plant that we really wanted to try, but it was not doing well every season. And we have been, we had been the garden managers for three and a half years, I think, while Jack was attending school. And the plant was the ache plant, right? That beautiful purple looking squash. I don't know, very shiny, so pretty. We love Thai food. So eggplant is such a delicious vegetable that it even goes well with vegan food because it has the texture like a mushroom, which can take on some typifying of like chicken. But eggplant did not do well in our garden. 
and UK's Arboretum shared a backyard with our garden. And so there was lots of different plant life and bugs and the ecosystem just didn't really allow it to thrive the way Jack thought it wanted to be or the way Jack imagined. He actually has really high standards for his vegetables, which I love. But sometimes I'm like, can we just, you know, slice off that bit and part and keep going? And he wants the best of the best. Every year that someone would ask Jack for advice about their garden, he would tell them to go get their soil tested. And I really love this analogy because everybody has different soil depending on where you live. Some is more clay, some is more sandy, some is more dry. And where you live can differentiate a good experience gardening or not. And sometimes people say, oh, I don't have a green thumb, when really it could have just been their soil. And so when you get your soil tested, it's testing the pH balance in your soil so you know what you need to add, whether it's nitrogen or other things. I actually maybe should just like interview Jack because he is such a wealth of knowledge about growing plants that he could say things a lot better than I could, but I'm going to tie in the analogy because that's my jam. There are so many things that we can grow in the garden of our mind, but if we don't know ourselves well, it can be really easy to blame outside sources on our failures. And if we don't know our soil, then it's going to be really difficult for us to come in to our own minds and decide to be the gardeners. I was thinking about eggplant. I wanted eggplant to grow so well, but if I had known that I had a weakness for growing eggplant, then I could take the preventative precautions to provide an environment for the eggplant to thrive. That would be my take. My husband might just say, you know, we're not going to grow eggplant this year. We're going to buy it at the store. But a lot of times when we decide to plant seeds in our mind or when we treat our mind like the garden that it is, sometimes we don't test the soil and sometimes we don't think about the type of sunlight or the direction that we're growing our plants and all the things that it's needed. And that was such a sweet reminder today as I was just being taught this lesson that our mind is like a garden and the things that we choose to grow in there, you know, to give light, to give truth, to have it to grow strong and to weed this stuff out so all the good things can grow. And, you know, there's lots of different ways we could test our soil. I feel like this analogy can go on forever. So I'm really excited. I probably need to write it down and share it with my kids and my husband and my husband will teach me a couple more things. So I hope you guys are amazing. And I hope that you remember that the brain truly is, your mind truly is a garden where you can grow anything you want. All right, you guys, peace out.